Shalom Ubracha, we are up to Yuma, Daf, Memhei. This year is dedicated Lirfu Shalema for Tinoik Bas Chava. Should have a Rafu Shalema Big Karev. Now, one thought on yesterday's Daf, the bottom of Memdalarama Bay, the handle of the shovel used on Yom Kippur was extra long so that the Kain Gadol could use his forearm to help carry it. There's also Machlekes Rishonim, what the Niashtik was. So Rashi, we said yesterday, was describes it as a, a ring on the shovel. Taisva says it was like a leather cover on the shovel so that it wouldn't be too hot to, ho- to hold because the coals were sitting in this heat-conducing shovel for a long time. The Ritva says it was a cover over the coals themselves so that either it wouldn't go out or to protect the kind of face. Now the Gemara talks about gold. Rebchista says there are seven types of gold. There's gold, there's good gold, there's oifir gold, mupaz gold, shachut gold, sagar gold, and paravim gold. We know that there's, good, there's gold and good gold. The Pasuk says, v'zava oretz ahu toif. What's this oifir gold? I'm from a place called oifir. Mupaz gold. Looks like a pearl. It's, so, it's very shiny. Shachut gold is very, very pliable. You could... You could Use this gold as thread. Sagar gold is called sagar because it's so valuable, so wanted, that whenever it would show up in the market, all the other stores would be sagar. They would close down. Pravim gold is a red gold that looks like cows. I guess a red cow. Ravashi says there are only five types of gold, but every type of gold has a good version of it. We know that the Keteris has to be ground up extra fine in Yom Kippur because the Pasuk says, Aye, the Torah already told us that it has to be daka, it has to be very fine. The extra Pasuk tells me on Yom Kippur it has to be extra fine. Do an extra set of grinding. The Briskarov says it's not actually a shear of how fine, it just means do put it back in the grinder. Now, the rest of the other Kahan would go up on the east and come down on the west because whenever you make a turn, you should always turn to the right. To the right, east. The Kohen Gadol would go up in the middle because of the cover of the Kohen Gadol. He's representing Kla Yisrael. That's also why he would use this special golden flask to wash his hands and feet. Now the Gemara, the main topic of today's daf, are the fires on the Mizbeach HaChitzayin. Rabbi Huda says that during the year there were two fires, and on Yom Kippur there were three fires. Rabbi Yaisi says... Normally there, there were three, and on Yom Kippur there were four. According to Yehuda, there's one main one for the burning the Kabanas. One to create the coals for the Kataris. You don't want to use the yiki, uh, yiki, but uh, you don't want to use the fire that's been burning up the animal fat. You want clean coals for the Kataris. And Yabiyasi adds an extra one, which would be used in case the main fire ever went out. They would take coals from this extra fire to restart it. Rev. Meir says there was normally four, and on Yom Kippur there was a fifth. He's, Rev. Meir's extra fire was used to burn whatever avarim and fats didn't get burnt the day before. But everyone agrees that there was at least two fires. So where do where we get that from? The Pazak says, That's talking about the main fire. The, northern, the next Pazak says, that in that same Pazak, That tells me about the second one for the Katyrus. Rabbi adds an extra fire for keeping the main fire going because he has a pasuk me viho al hamizbeach tukad boy. 
Rabbi Huda says that, that was, that's just telling me that the matches, the little wood chips that was used to light the Mizbeach, has to be lit on top of the Mizbeach. You can't light it off the Mizbeach and then bring it up. Rabbi Yossi adds another fire for the Kiyama Eish, so he needs this Pasuk. How does he learn out that the splinters need to be, the matches need to be lit on the Mizbeach? He learns it out the same way Rav Shimon learns it out. How does Rav Shimon learn it out? We have a Braisa, where Rav Yehuda learned from a Pasuk that a coin with Kli Shares has to be the one lighting the splinters, lighting the matches on the Mizbeach. Rav Shimon says, you never have a coin on the Mizbeach. What's the Havamina? That's just coming to tell me that it has to be done on top of the Mizbeach. Not that it has to be done with a coin, it has to be done on top. Rav Yehuda says, and I would have thought that maybe... You could have a czar doing it, standing on the side of the Mizbeach and fanning it until the fire starts. Kamash Malon, that it has to be a Koyed. Now, Rav Meir comes up with a fourth fire all year round. This fire was to burn all the leftover Avarim and fats. Where did he get that from? He learns from the extra Vav of Ve'esh. The Rabbanon don't learn out Vav, so they only have three fires. Okay, so according to the Rabbanon, what did they do with the leftover Avarim? They hold that the, these Avarim were placed around the main fire. We have a Brisa that says that we learned this out from Asher Toich Alo Eish as the Oila Alamaz Beach. Rav Meir says that this is telling me that only the Karbanos on the Mizbeach Achitzoin get thrown back on the fire and not any Kataris that falls off the Mizbeach Apnimi. Now, everyone in our Mishnah agrees that you're adding a fire on Yom Kippur. This is learned out from the Pasuk. Of Vihoesh. There's an extra Vav and an extra Hey. Even if you're not going to darshan the Vav to tell me to add an extra fire for burning that Devarim, a Vav and a Hey, everyone's going to darshan. What does the Pasuk of Esh Tomid teach us? The Gemara says, Esh Tomid says that the fire for the Katiras, to create the coals of the Katiras, must be on the Mizbeach HaChitzayin. How do I know that the fire for the menorah and the fire for the pan that the Kohen Gadol brings into the Kodesh Kedoshim also has to be from the Mizbeach HaChitzayin? We learn it from a Mamatzinu. It says burning by Kataris and it says Eish by the Machde that goes into the Kodesh Kedoshim and by the menorah. Just like Kataris comes from the Mizbeach HaChitzayin, so do the Machde and the menorah get their fire from the Mizbeach HaChitzayin. The Gemara says, well, I can learn it differently. Just like by Kataris, where it's talking about fire. And the Kataris gets its fire from the closest fire source. So to the Menorah and the Machteh. Should get it from the closest source, a.k.a. the Mizbeach Apnimi. That's why the Pasuk tells us, Okay, so that'll teach us Menorah. But how do I know that the Machteh brought into the Kurdish Kedoshim also has to come from the Mizbeach Achitzon? We have our Mamatzinu. It says, Eish by the Machta. And it says Eish, by the Menorah, just like the Menorah gets its fire, is sourced from the, the Mizbech HaChitzayin, so too the Machta comes from the Mizbech HaChitzayin. Gemara says, who says? Who says that's how we're supposed to be learning this? Maybe I can learn. It talks about fire by Keturus. And it talks about fire by the Machta. Just like the Keturus gets from its closest fire source, so to, so to the Machta should get from its closest fire source, a.k.a. The Mizbech Apnimi. 
That's why we need a pasuk. Which mizbeach is lifnei Hashem, and not entirely lifnei Hashem? That's a mizbeach achitzayin, since a mizbeach apnimi is entirely in the heichal. Mizbeach achitzayin, it's in Azara. It's still kadosh. It's still lifnei Hashem, but it's not kulei lifnei Hashem. If the Torah, if the Torah only said lifnei Hashem, I would think I would only be able to take off a fire from the mizbeach apnimi on the side that's closest to the heichal, on the east from the Marav. On the west, I'm sorry, by the Marav. Closest to the Kaisalamaharovi. But maybe on the eastern side, I can't take fire for the Kataris, for the Machta, for the Menorah. That's why the Torah also tells us, Me'al HaMezbeach, from anywhere on the Mezbeach. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.